This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators. Welcome back to another episode of Creating Consciousness. To our new listeners, welcome. I am so happy to have you. And thank you for tuning in and showing up for your highest self. Not only does your highest self thank you, but I thank you. And I am so grateful. I say this every episode, but I am so excited to share today's guest with you because she is such an incredible woman. Her energy is magnetic. Her voice is like honey. I don't don't even have a better word to describe it, but she talks and I am so enchanted by what she has to say, how she says it, and the passion that exudes from her as she speaks. I just want to lap it up. Today's guest is Malia Luna. She is a ceremonial tattoo artist who began tattooing in the mists of some of her deepest healing. And the more she surrendered and dove into the process, she opened herself up to these mystical and magical gifts and channeling that now have become her tattoo ceremonies. Malia holds this deep reverence for the ancient art of ceremonial tattoo, but also creates so much space for spirit to come through to make the ceremony what it needs to be based on the individual's healing. I have been privileged enough to be in ceremony with Malia and it was transformative. I went in one way and I left feeling like a new woman. And I had this beautiful piece of art on my body to take with me as remembrance. And to this day, the tattoos that were channeled in that ceremony are the tattoos that I get comments on. No one ever comments on any of my other tattoos anymore because visually, energetically, emotionally, people want to know the story. And it's a story that I am always willing to share when people ask because individually, our healing and sharing our healing is what helps other people heal. So today, you're going to hear a bit about Malia's healing journey, how she came to do what she does now, and you'll also find out how you can book a session with her. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today's episode is brought to you by my own company, This Consciousness. At This Consciousness, we provide you with a safe space to turn inward so you are able to access the tools within yourself to heal your deepest wounds. Through mystic connection, intuitive channeling, deep shadow work, conscious regression, and a whole lot of other mystical shit, we're able to help you dive deep into your subconscious shadow and conditionings so you're able to reawaken your spiritual gifts. If you're not ready to dive headfirst into one of our three or six month intensive intuitive healing containers, then I invite you to check out an energy healing session. In these sessions, we have conscious conversation to identify what could be holding you back from moving forward and follow it up with a beautiful virtual energy session to move any stagnant energy and to help you integrate. I'm offering 20% off of all my energy healing sessions to podcast listeners and podcast listeners only when you use code SHADOW at checkout. That's 20% off all energy healing sessions when you use code SHADOW at checkout. You can visit www.thisconsciousness.com or to make it easier for you, all this information is down in the show notes. Hi, Malia. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, it is such an honor. I am so happy you are here. I'm so excited to share everything you do with everyone who listens to this podcast. It's quite interesting because I feel most of the guests I've had on the podcast recently are all people that I have worked with and were completely blown away by what they do. So this is such a privilege to have you on. Thank you. So as we dive in, I always start by asking people like their spiritual profile, and I'm still trying to find the best words for that because profiling someone isn't the best, but we're doing it in a spiritual essence. So could you go ahead, give us your big three Zodiac, your human design, or any other uh, spiritual modalities that have profiled you in some way? I am, my son is in Gemini. Uh, I was actually born zero degree Gemini. So I'm right on the cusp of Taurus and Gemini. Uh, Moon is in Virgo and rising is Cancer. Oh, wow. Um, I am a manifesting generator. I forgot the numbers, but yeah. Amazing. And I feel like we, we spoke when we had our session together, we were talking a little bit about human design too. And I, I I think both of us, we, we, we knew about it, but we weren't like super knowledgeable about human design. And so it's something that I'm always blown away by. And I like to, I always like to know what people's human design uh, is because we can learn so much about each other through it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I learned, so I don't know a lot about it, but I learned a lot about myself. Like when I started looking into my human design, just really helped me understand the way that I operate mm-hmm. <laughs> and like sort of make peace with um, the way that I move through the world. Um, yeah, it like definitely validated a lot of things about myself. So totally get it. Yeah. It's such an amazing modality. It's so interesting, but what's an amazing modality is what you do. Like I said, at the beginning, blown away by the work you do. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and how you began on this incredible journey? Yes. I do ceremonial tattooing. Um, at least that's what I've come to call it. it. It has had different, I've had different names for this work throughout my years of working with this process because it's been such a unfoldment. Um, and it's not something that I learned from anyone else. This work for me has been like a really, really deep remembering. Uh, and there's been a lot of learning through direct experience and direct revelation and the work has really revealed itself to me in a big way. I've been uh, definitely a student of this technology, this remembrance, this this pathway with this kind of alchemy through art making and with the body. So yeah, that's that's what I've come to call it. And let's see, my journey started (laughs) in a really like synchronistic and interesting way as I feel that most of the time when we have a really strong calling for something, it just sort of shows up. Uh, I never planned to be a tattoo artist. I have been an artist all my life and have studied really deeply like figure drawing and and painting and illustration and all these things. Um, But I was living in New York City uh, in 2014. It was sort of like the end of my time there. And I'm actually in New York City right now for the first time, like really since I left several years ago. So it's kind of interesting to have this conversation with you uh, where it all started for me. That's incredible. Full circle. Yeah, I I just realized that. (laughs) Wow. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, a lot of like integration and completion has been happening in the past few days. So I was living in New York and... I was at a friend's house who was actually moving out of the city and his apartment was like almost empty. Like the last thing to go was a like standard tattoo kit, the kind with the machine and like some ink bottles that you, you buy online really. Wow. And very casually he was like, do you want this? <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I took it home with me and I just, really, I, I, I dove in and I felt so passionate about 
um, committing to learning this art form and felt a really, really strong connection and calling to this work. And in the beginning, it was just about the tattooing as a way of creating. And I was lucky to have a lot of friends who were very willing to support uh, my learning process. And um, of course, my own body was my uh, practice canvas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so soon after that, like in early 2015, I moved to New Orleans. Um, and it was a really powerful time for me. Uh, my previous stay in New York City was like a pretty dark time in my life where I experienced a lot of um, like contraction and a lot of sort of like trauma coming up and out and it was really deep like really really strong time and when I moved to New Orleans it was like a 360 in, in my life and I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans or but it's such a powerful place. Like the, the creative energies are super powerful. They're just like these currents that live underground and move through the people. And there's such a strong, I feel, Kundalini mm. activating force. You know, it's, it's, it's nestled in the curve of the Mississippi River it's just a it's a really strong place and very very magical very mystical and it really opened me up and I began to receive a lot of downloads at this time like I was also having a really strong spiritual awakening if you will mm -hmm. a lot was was starting to open up for me in my life and in my body and in my senses uh yeah and I was receiving a lot of downloads about um, tattooing as ceremony, tattooing as medicine, the ritual uh, like practice of tattooing. And it was super clear to me like this potential. And I would write all of these ideas down. And But at the time I, I didn't know how to bridge it mm -hmm. because I was just starting my, my personal healing journey. And um, I knew that it was my calling and it was the way that this work really wanted to be uh, work, worked with. And this was sort of my path with the work, but I didn't know how to bring it into reality. And then the deeper that I went into my own healing journey, like did a lot of clearing, a lot of release, a lot began to open up in my own being and, I started to be really intentional with my practice, like set up the space, uh, create a strong container. Um, I started to introduce prayer as a big part of my practice, like uh, praying for the people, um, the person that I was working with and all of these things. And I yeah, it was really, really powerful. Um, and I just, like, I just got it, you know, I just realized like, okay, this is, this is real. And this is the way to engage like with this work, with the body, you know, we're working with the body in, in when we're tattooing someone, we're penetrating someone's skin, we're, we're going really deep into this, um, this living like container that is a tapestry of so many threads woven together. Um, it's a very sacred and holy space. And I mean, I could just go on <laughs> because it was like, you know, from, from that point on, like, <laughs> I, 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 I went so deep into this work and there's so much to learn and there's still so much to learn and it's kind of ever unfolding and the work has changed so much, like over the, the course of the past several years and the, I mean there are like a lot of elements to what I do and and since that time it has developed into a very specific ritual process as as you know where I work really deeply with sound with this uh channeled language that I, I don't really have a name for but um I think generally it can be called light language um prayer you know but it's very specific and um a lot of my journey with this work has been 
trusting what wanted to come, what ultimately wanted to come through and really, really getting out of, out of the way and letting go of the fear of doing something different and something that seemed like really out of the box, you know, just like really, really trusting this, this process and being in the integrity of what I was like feeling. How divine is it that tattoo just came into your life through someone giving something away, giving it to you? What a gift that is. And then you literally followed the call through your experimentation, through your own healing, you were brought to something so much greater within tattoo. And that's, so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting chills right now as you're saying that because it's like really like a testament to um man, like divine timing is so real. Like yeah. everything, everything happens in the most absolute perfect timing. And also like your calling is is alive in every aspect of your being in your DNA and yourselves like you can't run from your your calling in this life like exactly. it's always gonna find you you know and it's up to always. you to to say yes like I can't tell you how many times I was like mm. <laughs> tattooing's not for me or like mm-hmm. I'm over it or I don't know like I kind of want to do something else you know and every time I veered away it, it was perfect because there was something else that I needed to learn and integrate back into my tattoo practice but like every single time it was like no (laughs) this is what you're here to do like it's a big part of of what I'm here to do and 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 now all the I feel like all the pieces have really integrated and um I'm standing in this in this practice in a really steady way and um it feels like the foundations are very strong but yeah definitely took uh, several years and several years of me like leaning away coming back and really learning to trust to trust and to show up and to trust um how like how how much the spirit universe you know like it if you're answering your calling and if you're saying yes like how everything will ultimately reorganize around that um, exactly to make that possible for you That's so beautiful. You spoke briefly about your ceremony and how that came to be using sound and prayer. And my experience working with you was so profound and so deeply healing. I came to you in a time where I was going through such a major shift and transition where I had to be in this place of really receiving the medicine and allowing the medicine to guide me into what was next for me. Mm. And I felt that in session and you started the ceremony just with this conversation piece. And that was so beautiful to me because I felt seen, I felt heard and Mm. I felt safe And those were all Mm -hmm. things that I was um, very uncertain and feeling insecure about within myself. And you created this beautiful container. Mm. And the next part, which I find so divine as well, was before we did any sort of tattooing, any sort of light language healing, we had a hape or rape ceremony. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because that grounding medicine had been offered to me a couple times, but just by like friends who were like, oh, this is so grounding. You need to try it. And it never felt right. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to allow spirit to just call to me when it is right. And in that moment, I was like, okay, spirit, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here. I, I understand that this is, this is the time. And the release And how present I felt in my body through this plant medicine to just begin this ceremony Mm. provided me with such a safe space, in addition to this container you had created, to really process and feel some heavy emotions that I was not wanting to let go of. Mm. Mm. And so to have that plant medicine 
holding and supporting me as well as you holding and supporting me as you are then working with this beautiful light language, uh, soft touch, very gentle healing modality, Mm. and then going into the deep penetration of the skin Mm -hmm. within the the hand poke tattoo was beautiful. Mm. And I left feeling like a new woman Mm. and something that still blows me away to this day. And I tell people all the time when they ask about my tattoos that I received from you was during the light language uh, portion of the ceremony you kept saying this word, muti, muti, muti. (laughs) And, oh, I get chills when I think about it. Oh my gosh. And I told you after, I was like, you kept saying this one word. You're like, oh, I don't know what I say. I'm I'm just channeling. I was like, well, let me tell you. And I said, muti is a word that I grew up with. Mm, And my family, my mom would say this to me, when I was sick, she's here, take your muti, take your muti and mm. your muti is your medicine. And it's not a word that uh, her culture grew up with. She is from Zimbabwe. And so she was really surrounded by um, a lot of tribal culture. Mm. Uh, and so she was uh, immersed in different tribes and their languages. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the healing she got was like tribally within her own like colonized uh, day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. And so that came up in our session Mm -hmm. and I just felt the deepest connection to my ancestors Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful. Yes. I'm sure so many people come to you and have these amazing experiences as well. Um, But that really... What it brings me to is how your ceremonies are so unique and different, Mm. but they still honor and hold with such deep reverence the ancient history and tradition of ceremonial tattoo. Do you agree? Yeah, well, this is a a point that I kind of wanted to touch on and something that is very central to this work is... um, that we are in constant co-creation with spirit. And when we really acknowledge that, especially in these containers and in these spaces, when we are in ceremony and creating ritual through art with our bodies, um, there's incredible, incredible potential uh, for this collaboration to occur um, and this this alchemy to happen through the vessels of our own bodies, our own Mm. awareness in connection to and in co-creation with spirit. Um, And I feel like there's this this deep, like I feel that this is something that is at the heart of indigenous wisdom. Um, This deep understanding that spirit and nature, including the body are very profound technologies and there is an incredible alchemical potential in our relationship with these technologies. Um, I, for me, that is absolutely fundamental. Um, this remembering that we are in constant co-creation with spirit. And when we create the appropriate containers, um, we're really able to open up that bridge and to invite in the uh, collaboration and contri- contribution of those magical, beautiful, luminous beings that walk with us always and um, our ancestors, uh, the earth, nature. It's really um, important to return to the remembrance of what is possible when we acknowledge that we are in constant co-creation with nature and spirit. There's a really, really deep alchemy that is available to us when we drop into this remembrance. Um, uh, yeah, and there's a lot of possibility um, in, this, in this relationship with spirit, um, in these containers, um, when we're working in ceremony and, and making art uh, as, as ritual. Beautiful. I'm curious, 
because the the plant medicine element and the light language element of your ceremonies are so gentle and it's juxtaposed greatly by the actual tattooing in which there's more penetration you go deeper uh you the skin is actually being penetrated and how does the gentleness to the more deeper healing uh how does tattoo facilitate that deeper healing yes such a good question um the thing that i like to share about tattooing is the actual process of tattooing facilitates um trauma release from the skin layer and we hold a significant amount of trauma in our skin also also just by by way of creating these containers of healing where um we are intending through this ritual through this process to hold this space where release is possible and we're also calling in the help and the support of all of the spirits that are essentially involved in the process like your ancestors my ancestors um the guides and the guardians that we walk with when every single time we we request the collaboration of of spirit like miracles are so possible the potential of healing and of transmutation and tra- transformation is so immense in these moments um and i feel that is really like so central to this idea of art as a shamanic and and mystical practice is like there's so much possibility for healing and there's so much possibility for transformation um in these moments um and and ultimately is what sort of like imprints the 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 energy the um the alchemical like vibrations that are being contributed 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 to uh the ceremony the tattoo process um from spirit from those that are walking and working with us on the other side mm. sound is really this incredible catalyst um and also a vehicle for um these these frequencies of healing and transmutation and creation Mm, I love that because not only are you getting like the physical element you're getting something that's very ethereal and that's the voice and the healing that comes through in that. Yes. And so you're yeah. using touch, you're using penetration, you're using a uh, voice, you're using medicine on so many different levels to create yeah. and facilitate this healing and to open up the pathways and the doorways to spirit. Yeah, yeah and also a big element which you um you have touched on a few times is safety it's like people need to feel really 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 safe like you're working with the body like you know that that's that's how healing it truly happens i feel is is when we feel safe enough to let go yeah and we feel safe enough to be vulnerable especially with people who have experienced bodily harm yes Yes. coming into a space in which their body is going to be releasing through the art of tattooing yes. that could be very triggering for yes. someone if they're not safe within the container yes yeah and in, and in that way it's, it's it's yeah it just has such profound potential um through this i mean i think pain is really interesting and this is a conversation that comes up often with people and in clients is the role that pain plays in this process i feel like a a big element of the like the healing process is um revisiting pain and and feeling pain and i and i feel like feel as much pain as you can handle like you don't you don't need to feel pain if you if you don't want to you know <laughs> but if you're willing to go there um to some degree it's i feel like pain can help us access it it's almost like the the feeling of like the unlocking um of these 
like crystallized traumas in our bodies. Like the pain is, is like this cracking open. And I also see like, I think these uh, certain rituals that involve like blood or a, a painful process in the body are super interesting um, because there is this sort of like, you know, what, what could be called like a mas masochistic element. <laughs> but, but also I feel like the, the pain, like willing to be, actually I had this conversation with a really beautiful person and client the other day. Um, she had a really profound experience with uh, the needle being tattooed and um, we were talking about it and the pain is like an offering. Um, and and the, the magic of that is, is being willing to be present with the pain. Yeah. You know, I have a really deep history with self-abuse and self-harm. And it's, I think it's really healing to experience a painful process, something that's causing physical and pain and, and bringing up emotional pain, but it's for healing. And also the intention is to be very present with the pain. I, I feel like because the intention is to heal and to invite in healing um, and, and the clients that are receiving the work, they're, they're coming with such strong prayers, like, and are really steady in the prayer, that like aspect of, of there's like this deep willingness to be super present with the pain. Um, and of course, like the whole, the whole tattoo, like from the beginning, like we're talking about what it is that is wanting to be transformed, what it is that is being called in, what is this initiation holding space for in your life? There's, there's pain, it's kind of this like masochistic process, but it's, it, it's like a way that we can transmute all of that um, energy, like through this offering of, of feeling of the blood of, of the body and really use it like in terms of alchemy to weave, to spin all of the energy that's being released, like taking the raw material of that and transforming it into gold. Mm, that's so beautiful the way you said that. And I'll add, this is not a ceremony or a tattoo you go to get with numbing cream applied. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're there to experience and you're there to process. And yeah. I, you, I know you had like mentioned masochism in some ways, but if you, it's like, <laughs> it's really not masochistic because the best thing we can do for ourselves in our healing journey is to feel that pain. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I do understand what you're saying with the masochism portion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you use for most of your ceremonies, I believe, uh, a, a single needle, hand-poked. Mm, it's not a single needle, but yes, I. it's a manual, like I'm hand-poking, so I'm, I'm not using a machine, at least in this moment. I've, I've used the machine a lot in the past, um, but mm. oftentimes the needle has like five points at the end, sometimes more, depending on, on the design. Okay, but the act of hand-poking really, it's almost like acupuncture in a way yeah where you are allowed and willing to use that point to release yeah the tension the trauma whatever is living there to create the energetic flow to move throughout and out of the body exactly exactly because the body keeps score yeah it's incredible yeah and there's a lot of possibility like you know as you know in terms of like placement on the body, like you can work really intentionally in terms of where specific traumas are stored in the body. You know, I can't tell you how many times someone has come in and um, they're like, you can tattoo me anywhere, but not on my chest. <laughs> you know, that was me. <laughs> not on my chest. <laughs> I'm like, and then we talk and you know, the intention that's coming up is to like open the heart and mm. drop into deeper vulnerability. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> it would be really powerful to work on your chest. <laughs> yeah. And we do. And we do. And that person has the most profound release. 
and it's so incredibly beautiful yeah and, and and more than anything I'm just eternally grateful for all of the trust mm. from everybody I have tattooed the the amount of vulnerability that I witness is incredible and moves me so deeply and is has just been a very um important part of my own healing uh, process. And I know having had ceremony with you is that I was really brought closer to my shadow self and was able to identify and how to integrate some shadow elements of my life that I needed to um, accept in order to move forward through the transition I was facing. How did tattooing bring you closer to your shadow self? Well, I feel like tattooing especially this way like as as I started moving deeper into the more ceremonial aspects of tattooing and really engaging with the ritual of tattooing as a process of alchemy at that time in my life I was I was sort of emerging from this like many year space of self-abuse self-harm a lot of contraction a lot of darkness in my life and I was really starting to integrate. And also at the same time, um, I started to work really deeply with plant medicine. And so there were like a multiple things converging for a good uh, couple years, like, it, like right at the beginning of my journey with this work. And I look back and always think of like my own personal practice with tattooing because tattooing myself has been a really important part of my my healing journey, my self-care practice. And I look back and I really perceive that work that I did with myself through, through tattoo as a way of like essentially stitching myself back together. Wow. Um, I feel like it's very integrative. Um, it's something that in my own experience has really, really helped me like activate dormant aspects of my being, of my memory through um like putting like putting that on my skin uh like the prayer that was catalyzing that mm. like making it turning it into this uh technology that I was working with through this uh artwork and putting bringing it to life on my skin um was a really powerful has been a really powerful way um, to integrate these aspects of myself and really bring them into the present um, of my of my experience. Yeah, so like I've, I've done a lot of the tattoos that are on my body um, and almost every every single one has like a really deep uh, is like a, the result or the visual expression of a really deep prayer that I was tending at that point in my life. Um, and served as a really powerful initiation for myself in that moment to um, reclaim and integrate an, an aspect of, of myself. And, I, and so I feel that, that that's the way that I, I work with it, you know, with, with other people. That is so beautiful. You are taking a scar and you are replacing it with this beautiful visualization and image of this prayer. And mm. that's on your body as this remembrance. Mm. Mm -hmm. Man, that is mm -hmm. just so beautiful. From my perspective in having, you know, received healing from you and with the tattoos I have on me is when people ask about them, I want to tell them, uh, I feel that, you know, what these tattoos represent to me, that is a story that I want to share. And I was once so hurt and, and, and in so much pain, but now I have this art on my body mm. where I can live yeah. and share that story with others when they ask. Mm. And I feel that the same can be true with uh, tr like traditional tattooing, like modern tattooing. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in ceremony, the intention for healing is there. Mm -hmm. You spoke about self-tattooing when mm -hmm. you were sharing how tattooing brought you closer to your shadow mm -hmm. self. 
do you need any sort of like training (laughs) in in doing that? How can someone do that for themselves? Or is that something you teach? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally did not receive training for what I do. It was like truly something that unfolded. um, Like I said, through my own direct experience, my own relationship with, with spirit and my body and, um, this passion that I have for this incredible art form and this like deep understanding, this knowing of the potential of ritual art making um, as a, yeah, as a a truly like magical practice. And so I feel like just, I mean, that's something that's, I feel inherent uh, in everybody. I think everybody has this potential, this relationship with their bodies, with their own way of of praying with spirit with creation creative acts of creation uh drawing with sound with their voice and yeah so i feel it's just about like holding that awareness of this possibility um and and creating the appropriate containers and ultimately i think uh, anybody who is interested in this work will have their own unique relationship with it but i don't think it's something uh you one necessarily needs an exuberant amount of of training in you know yeah I think it is a very personal journey and yeah with that being said I have been thinking about for a very long time uh holding some sort of uh mentorship program or workshops um even taking some like a a apprentices (laughs) Um, Because I feel like I really, really, really want to pass down this wisdom and this knowledge, you know, that that I have accumulated over the the past several years. There's a lot to share. And yeah, and I just, I would love to, to pass on what I know, and and then to hold hold the space, and to encourage um, those who are interested to really find and cultivate their own way and relationship with this work but it's it's not something that I am currently offering but it's something that's sort of in the works I'm just I think waiting for the right alignment of space and time I'm pretty nomadic right now however I am wanting to ground a little more into a permanent space so I can uh, do more expansive work like teach and and offer these sort of trainings if you will I mean there's obviously like the practical aspect of like how to actually tattoo and all of the things around that working with the body and then there's also like the energetic aspect the energy work um, the container what you can bring you know in terms of ceremony and creating ritual but yeah all those things uh, are on the horizon and we'll see what happens now if someone wanted to get a tattoo or be in ceremony with you, what would be the best way for them to find you or find out where you are? Because like you said, you are pretty nomadic. You're always traveling to different studios and you don't have a home-based studio that you work out of. Yeah. Um, right now it is through Instagram, uh, which is Malia Luna Tattoo. Um, and the best way to contact me is, is through email, uh, which is on my Instagram page. Um, and yeah, I guess as I, as I move around, when I have availability, I'll announce that, um, and just reach out. (laughs) And also like, if I'm not in a place where someone is, they're totally welcome to reach out and I'll, I, I take, um, name and names and contact info down and do my best to to I'm doing my best to create like some sort of waiting list so when I am in that place and I know people are interested I can reach out to them and yeah there's a lot of possibilities also of like hosting hosting me I can travel uh to a certain location if someone's willing to host um if it feels like it's in alignment especially in in flow with my my current travel plans at that that moment, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, there's a, a lot of possibility. I'm like super open to yeah, how things just um, naturally like feel most aligned. It's so amazing that you can just go where you feel called. 
Yes. I'm so grateful. I'm sure there's deep healing that happens in that process. Deep healing. I mean, I receive so much from the land, from the community, like everywhere I go holds such a different energy. And also it's, it's incredibly fascinating to see how the work changes, like depending on location, where I am on the earth, what communities I'm in, you know, like the, the designs that come through are unique to each person that I'm working with. And so, so there's a lot of medicine and um, really like merging with community and the, the, the different territories of the earth in this way. And yeah, it has definitely like been a huge part of my personal healing process is just all the medicine that I receive <laughs> through oh, of course. these connections and, and this constant weaving that is always, always growing, always evolving um, between, between all the communities, between all the people. Um, yeah, it's incredibly, incredibly beautiful to witness. Mm. I mean, you're learning so much as you're going to different lands and different places and honoring the traditions and the cultures that these places have. Uh, and you get to show complete reverence and, and show up in that in your own work. It's beautiful. So beautiful. As we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to share that we didn't touch on that you're just dying to share? Oh, there's so much. <laughs> I just, this conversation is, oh, it just feels so deep to me, you know, of course. Like, we're such vast, expansive beings and well, like, yeah, just uh, like each person is such a unique, rich tapestry of all these threads of their like memory and, and experience throughout time. And um, I'm just really honored and grateful to, to do this work and to be able to have such deep and intimate experiences with people I think I'm, I'm just going to leave it, leave it at, at, at this, this point. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. This has been so incredible to talk to you about this and really hear your side of things, having had experienced it myself. So I recommend everyone who's listening, get in touch with Malia, go book a ceremony. She is incredible you're going to have the most profound experience and just go in with complete trust and openness. It's the best oh, you can do. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you so much for calling me into this. Um, this is my first time doing something like this and it feels really good to share and, and to talk about. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you again in the future in person and um, and and whatnot. Yes, I can't wait to come see you again. <laughs> I will go ahead and link your Instagram, your email, and your website in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get in contact with you, they can head to the show notes awesome. and get that information. Amazing. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Conscious creators, that was Malia Luna. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope that you took a lot away from it, especially just to keep trusting in what is divinely brought into your life. Malia's story and how she got to where she is today by trusting and being in flow and allowing the synchronicity into her life is such a true testament to the powers of the universe and manifestation. So keep trusting. What is aligned with you will come. No matter how much you push it away, it's always going to come back. And that's something that deeply resonated with me, and I hope it resonates with you as well. All of Malia's information is linked in the show notes, so go check it out. I highly recommend getting in touch with her, following her, going to see some of her amazing work, even if you aren't able to book a ceremony just yet because locations and timing doesn't match up. But Definitely put your name on her wait list because that divine timing is going to come around at some time and being in this place of co-creation with her, with spirit, yourself, and all your ancestors, guides, and guardians is such a beautiful experience 
and being in ceremony with her with not just the tattoo but the plant medicines and the light language healing is something you will want to experience while you are here on this earth. It is such an amazing gift. And of course, don't forget I am offering 20% off all my energy healing services when you use code SHADOW at checkout for podcast listeners and podcast listeners only. (laughs) I have linked all that information in the show notes as well. But now, what you've all been waiting for, the card reading. And today, I was really drawn to step away from the Rider Waite Tarot deck and use an Oracle card deck. Today, I am using the Morgan's Tarot deck, which it's not a tarot deck, it's an Oracle card deck. And I pulled a card from it. And of course, Spirit works in the most magical of ways. The card that I pulled from this deck is the blank card. And how amazing is it that as we're talking in an episode about co-creation and using your body as this canvas for retrieval and healing, this blank canvas of a card comes up to make itself known. What Spirit really wants me to share about this blank card is that the blank canvas lives within you and it also lives beyond you. You have the ability to create what you want to see in your present and your future at any time. It's about clearing away what no longer serves. So yesterday's truth no longer impacts your present moment or your future truth. So what needs clearing? How can you go out clear and then begin creating what it is you want to see in your life? You can put a pen, a pencil, watercolor, paint, acrylic, oil, whatever it is to this canvas. But I challenge you to not erase it when something comes up that you don't like. You can take that pain and that hurt and transform it into something new. And it's beautiful because Spirit shares with me now that it's through our pain that we get to experience the joys of healing. And healing is something that is so innate to our human existence here on earth. So ask yourself today, what is it that my pain and healing are trying to teach me about my highest self? And as you sit with that question or journal on it, affirm to yourself, I consciously create my reality. Let's say it again, but together this time. I consciously create my reality. And remember, you are loved, you are supported, you are divinely guided, and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with another episode of Creating Consciousness. Until then, conscious creators.